On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are back at the Bronny James well, Tate. Yes. Thank God. I mean, Bronny James, we needed a hero in this content game, especially in August. We needed someone to shepherd us through this time. And yep. Bronny James said, you know what? I might be one of them ones. Bronny James is a story that won't go away. Um, I, I, If I would have known, I mean, we did the show uh, like 48 hours ago. We, we we opened with John Calipari. We thought Kentucky was the story. We, we thought, did. We thought, we thought Kentucky We were, we were wrong. Season. We got we to gotta pat our chest and we say my bad. We're very wrong. We tack on to the end of the show some Bronny James discussion. Uh, in the time since then, the Bronny James recruitment has exploded. Yes. The, the rumors are swirling. Yes. The, Top uh, stories. Uh, the, the 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 sources are both rock solid, but also don't exist at the same yes. time. LeBron turns out is the only source yes. right now, right? Yes, but also he said, "Don't listen to." He said, "The only source is my son, actually, but also my son's not talking to anybody, so like none of this is true, but some of it's probably true." But so figure of, it out. Yeah, so figure it out. Good luck, and that's what we're gonna do. Uh, the Bronny, it, it is, it is dominating the college basketball discourse, and so mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about it a little more because my feelings have changed, Tate. That's my, that's my update. Oh, in forty eight hours, my feelings have changed. Oh, mine, so mine have only hardened. Okay. <laughs> I feel the same. Um, but it is crazy. I just just to see the the reaction from this, the the um like like I said, I mean we talked about it on Monday. We were just like Bronny James might be going to college. That's pretty cool. Okay, moving on. And then the world around, certainly like the world that I live in, the bubble that I live in, is like, mm -hmm. whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not move on. Let's go mm -hmm. back. Let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. This is this is juicy. I got people texting me, DMing me. Um, this is this is consuming my every thought in the last 48 hours. So uh, we're going to talk about it some more. And like you said, they're owning the news cycle. So we're getting updates. And that's how you own the news cycle. You start with the first story, which is Bronny James wants to go to college. We're like, hey, welcome to the show. Right. And guess what? His dad never got this recruitment time. You know what I mean? And LeBron James is going to milk this and so is lebron james jr and it's gonna be great. lebron uh just signed with the lakers uh signed his extension yeah 100 million dollars with, with the lakers which is uh interesting timing on mm -hmm. with, with uh, as you're saying controlling all the news hmm interesting i don't know if uh, yeah i don't know we're gonna talk about that <laughs> also um shout out to this dude on reddit who posted this out i love i love that college basketball reddit they do some good stuff Tate. They, they they find some nuggets every so often and some guy i saw found this that amani bates <laughs> yeah, you that's, a that that's a good start that's a good start that's a good attention. nugget i, I like how like where you started amani <laughs> bates is apparently not on eastern michigan's official roster but other guys who have transferred to eastern michigan are on the roster so it's not even like a deal where they haven't updated it yet they've updated they've all the made other updates but he's not but on the update amani bates is not on the official roster right now what does it mean? I don't know. We'll talk about it, maybe. Well, let's go look up if he's still enrolled in Memphis, and then we'll start from <laughs> yeah. there. The Imani Bates mystery is back. The Imani Bates mystery will ne will never end. Uh, we're gonna read some emails too. We got we got a ton of emails, I assume. Um, right Fingers there? crossed. Yeah, we do. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, we, got, we got emails. We're gonna we're gonna hit your emails. Titusandtate at gmail .com is the uh, the inbox. Send us emails. We're gonna go through them. Uh, have a lot of fun. But uh, man, I'm excited to talk about Bronny James. Let's get into it. But first, Woody Durham. All right, we're recording the show on a Wednesday. We usually uh, we usually do it on a Thursday. Uh, sorry for the convenience. Sorry for bumping it up a day. Yeah. Um, but uh, some housekeeping out of the gate. Uh, we we're a day off because I'm going to Montana tomorrow. Too. So I'm going on a little trip to. Uh, um, I'm I'm going to Bozeman and Missoula both. That's not where I'm spending most of the time. We're going to Glacier National Park, but uh, I will be at Montana State and at the University of Montana 
at various times. So um, I don't know. I'm going to do some boots on the ground. Oh, yeah. College basketball. Like, yeah, I did that when I went to Boulder. Remember when I went to CU? Yeah. Like last summer, I think. And uh, I just like I walked around campus for like five minutes and I was like, here's how you fix Colorado basketball. <laughs> and then everyone's like, Colorado basketball's fine. Isn't yeah. It? Like, we like, love it. Chauncey Billups. <laughs> so uh, be prepared for that. So when I come back next week. I like that. With takes on how Montana State can uh, can build a dynasty, they're a budding dynasty. Just mm. just you watch. Just mm. wait till Kevin Costner starts pumping money into that program. It could happen. Yeah, I'm excited. I've been to Bozeman before, but uh, I have not been. Speaking of Kevin Costner, I have not been since the Dutton family started assassinating all their political enemies and bombs started going off in downtown Bozeman. And so I'm gonna have to keep my head on a swivel. We'll see. We'll yeah, see what happens. <laughs> I was in Montana in 2020 when when we went out there, and uh, that was during the height of my Dutton interest, right? So I was walking around in cowboy boots. I was asking people <laughs> where where the Dutton Ranch was. People were saying, "Is this guy being for real?" You know, and I was basically Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. asking if. Caesar lived here, um, but it's a beautiful place, beautiful state. Um, uh, I should do that. I, should, I have a cowboy hat that I got. From yeah, Texas. I had a cowboy hat on too. You I know what wear I mean? My you have to do that. Um, anyway, can we talk about Bronny, please? Because uh, <laughs> yes, it has been forty-eight hours since we last did a show. <laughs> if you remember. When we talked about Bronny last time, um, I the, the reason we brought it up is because this report from Paul, from Paul Biancardi was that LeBron James Jr., a.k.a. Bronny, not even a.k.a., he, he's only known as yes. Bronny now at this point. K.A. Um, K.A. <laughs> no more A. Uh, he is K.A. Bronny. Um, he was a guy that a, a lot of people were unsure as, uh, on his interest in college basketball. If he, we, we knew LeBron said... There was an assumption that there was no way he would even dabble in college we basketball. We knew that LeBron wanted to play with his son. He wants to do the Griffey route. He yeah. wants to... to we're, you know, when his son makes it to the league, he's going to join his son. But the assumption was that maybe his son was going to go to Overtime Elite, go to uh, G League Ignite, go to... I don't know. Or just Australia. go straight to the league, right? Or just, go, or just talk to Adam Silver and be like, yes. Adam, make an exception. Exactly. Be like, Whatever you One say, and LeBron. done is dead. Yeah, LeBron, for anything for you. Uh -huh. I'll do it for you. Yeah. Um. So this report comes out not too long ago that says Bronny might be a college prospect. I, I took it sort of seriously. So we, we did the show. That's why that's why we did it at the end, though, because I was like, I don't know, man. I don't, we'll see if he's going to be. But like, it's interesting that there are some actually some schools mentioned. Um. Again, the list of schools was pretty obvious. So like that didn't really tell me much. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I I thought it was interesting. I thought it'd be fun fodder for the show. It was what it, it is. What it is. I I I, I said to you, um, the idea of Bronny going to Ohio State worries me a little bit because I don't want the the LeBron James uh, sphere of influence to swallow my program alive. Yeah, that would be a disaster to me. I don't know if I want this. You talked me into it, and I gotta say, Tate, I slept on it. Forty eight hours later. I have decided there is nothing in this world I want more than Bronny James at Ohio State. I, I will, oh my I will do God, sound the alarm. I will do whatever it takes. We are in. I will. Do, I, I am like, I have never been more into recruitment. I, uh, this is, I, Bronny. I, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop watching his dunk, his one dunk. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, I, I, I'm, Goes I'm going left, crazy. Throws it down with the right. Looks yeah. a lot like his dad. Yes. I saw a nice little, yes. you know, clip that was cut together of that. Yes. So yeah, I, I am happy to hear this because I'll be honest with you, 48 hours ago, I felt like I was yelling at someone who didn't want to hear what I was yelling about. I felt like yeah. I was trying to sell water to someone that already had a well. And you looked at me and you said, I don't know, Tate. I don't you know, know how I feel about this, but things have changed for the better. I'll tell you why things right, changed. Because you see, you see and you believe now. I, I'll tell you why things changed. Because I saw Tipton edits. Is Joe Tipton, I think, is the guy. Joe Tipton. Uh, shout out to that guy. Who, friend who of the program. The, oh, is I, he? I, I believe. I mean, he at least acts friendly. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> 
friendly of the program dude if he's a friend of the program we got to get in on that action dude. we gotta get him that's what i'm saying dude. we gotta get him in the fold man and make our graphics for us um but tipton joe tipton's the guy he's the graphics guy that, yes. that if you follow college basketball and now he's a, a scooper bit, he's a bona fide scooper at this if point. you follow college basketball even a little bit you've seen this man's graphics tweeted out by your favorite tipton recruits. Edits. yeah your 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 16 year olds that you're following on twitter tweet out this man's work mm -hmm. um but I saw schools. he put out a graphic that he uh, unsolicited, obviously, because Le LeBron has not made a decision. And, and LeBron himself said uh, he hasn't taken one visit yet. And everyone pumped the brakes on this. So yeah. this was Pump this was brakes. free. This was pro bono work mm -hmm. that I saw from uh, from Joe Tipton. He put out a graphic of Bronny wearing an Oregon Ducks jersey. Ooh. And I saw this. And I just go fuck this. I, I was like, I was mad. I saw that was all I could. I just was wow. like, no, no, false, wrong, not happening. Get it out of my face. Um, and the reason he said that was apparently there's this there's a report from on three, which I don't even know what that. No disrespect to on three, I'm sure they do great journalism. Um, but it's, it's it's like a rivals became on three, I believe. Okay, I think that's right. what it is. Because right. Jamie not, Shaw, who reported it, was rivals. Oh, really? The time I believe. I'm not I, trying I could to. Be wrong. I'm not yeah. trying to disparage. So this is not me throwing. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's shade. a brand. It it's a newer like, thing. I'm trying to understand. And the Joe new world. Tipton's a part when, of on three. I believe. Oh, is he? As well. Yeah, I think he's. A, I think it's a whole network. Okay, I'm trying but to don't, understand. But don't hold me to that. And also, don't fact check it. Okay, I'm just trying to understand <laughs> this new world we're living in. But uh, on three. Um, put out a report that apparently Oregon is the leader in the clubhouse. Joe Tipton makes the Tipton edit. Uh, it did not sit well with me. I saw it. Like my initial reaction was like, we can't have this. We need Bronny to Ohio State. And then I slept on it a little more and I was like, we got to do whatever we can. But that's that's where we're at now is that the rumors have gravitated towards uh, Oregon is leading the way. Yeah. Michigan and UCLA are out. They were originally in. They were originally part of the five. Um, they, the, the, the new reporting is, so, is saying that uh, Michigan and UCLA have not even contacted Bronny. They're not actively recruiting him. There is no lines of communication there, which I mm. find interesting because what is the logo on both of those schools' jersey, Tate? If you Michael Jordan, yeah, 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 it is, it is, it is. In fact, Michael and we Jordan. cannot imagine a world where LeBron James, as I said on the last episode, a world in which he lets his son wear the logo of someone he thinks he is greater than. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, it seems like we're down to, but at the same time, not down to, because like again, through all of this, no one from the James family has said anything. Mm. Um, we are down to, but also they said a lot. But they're saying a lot, <laughs> but not saying anything. Uh, we are down to Oregon, USC, and Ohio State yes. as the schools that are in the mix, which feels like so the right three. You yeah, know what I mean, like if you really like, we joked about the top five that we could have kind of probably put it together, but that's because. You know, we know a lot about Bronny James because of LeBron. LeBron is pretty private about a lot of things, but he has always been open and honest about Bronny and about Bryce and about their desire to be in the NBA, to be basketball players, to be better than Marcus Jordan and Jeff Jordan, right? Yeah. That is really what it's all about. He's like, the way that I win the GOAT debate is that my kids are also better than Jordan's kids. So this is a... <laughs> my lineage, is better, my, my lineage is better than Jordan. Like, look at the tape. LeBron is his argument now is look at the kids tape like you, you you can't compare us to up here look at the kids so it it's always led to this point where we know a lot about Bronny and if, from what we know it's like L A kid you know been in private schools whether it be you know at Crossroads uh -huh. and now at Sierra Canyon very USC behavior checks out Ohio State's where he really grew up right in Ohio obviously his dad's connections to Akron that makes a lot of sense. Oregon is where his dad is making his most money, which right. is from Nike. That's how he became Phil a Knight. billionaire. Yes. Yeah. So these three options but, that you lay out, they all have their 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 attachment to the James family, right. which makes sense. 
But the Oregon, I'm, I, uh, you should be worried about Oregon. But at the end I of am, the day, I think that Oregon, what you get from Oregon is like, you know, remember the like the story about the slideshow. Steph Curry went into Nike, and then they had the KD slideshow up, and then yeah, he got really yeah. disrespected, and then that was kind of the end of his Nike deal. Nike has that issue a little bit, where like I think Bronny James is one of a lot of super freak athletes that they're rolling right. through that campus, and, right? And maybe they they drop the ball a bit, little bit. They don't prioritize, or maybe Dana Altman says, "Hey, I run a real Final Four program here. I'm not going to guarantee you're going to start." Which is would love you know, that, you know. But that's like <laughs> what happened to Stefan Marbury, right? With Jim Beheim. Jim Beheim's like, "You're not going to start." And Marbury's like, "Well, I'm Stefan Marbury." And then Bobby Crimmins is like, "Not only are you going to start, you can take 30 shots a game. Yeah. I don't give a damn. Yes. Come to Georgia Tech, and that's how it played out." So. I don't know if, if Oregon's going to placate all of LeBron and Bronny's wishes, and I think there's only one place that can really do that, and that is Ohio State. But, here, but now you're talking me out of it, dude, because do I want Ohio State to be that? Because that is Ooh, I, that I, is beta it, behavior for a basketball program, well, to just be like, we'll do whatever, you, we'll bend over and, and let you do whatever you want to us. Like, but it also is, guarantees that for the rest of your time as a program, you can claim LeBron James, who is considered the greatest by a lot of people in this generation. Like, you get to have Michael I, Jordan. You get to there is only one Michael Jordan s character that is not connected to some program in some way, right? Kobe was that guy, and he flip flopped between Duke and Carolina every time he was asked about it. But LeBron James, if he definitively has his family at Ohio State and becomes a part of Ohio State, that's a huge win for everything athletics. I agree, but at the same time, will you sell your soul for? But it? this is it's it's Calipari <laughs> it's Calipari esque that that um you're 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 like you're playing a different battle at this point. It's like do I. Would I rather have a, a national championship final four, whatever it is, banner? I'll take a sweet 16 banner at this point. Yeah. Big 10 championship banner. Mm -hmm. Or would I rather have LeBron James in the mix with Ohio State basketball and have two lockers now in the locker room that say LeBron James name on it? I would probably rather have the banner state, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, so I want to, I don't want to lose sight of that. But also, I've watched that dunk a hundred times. And I, and I, mm. I actually, it, it, this ties in well because I, I was working on my recruiting rankings. Uh, my hint, my updated him rankings because yeah. I try to stay on top of this stuff. And of people course. come to us and of they want to know who's him. And um, obviously, this 2023 class is getting a lot of buzz between Bronny and DJ Wagner and uh, all the, the 19 guys that are considering Kentucky. Um, so <laughs> there, there's a lot of just noise out there, and it's that should on be a recruiting to, podcast considering Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of noise out there, and they they turn to us to sort it all out. And so I was updating my rankings anyway. And I was going through it. I watched that LeBron, that Bronny dunk, a hundred times. And I thought to myself, he he might be number one. Him and I. And in fact, he is number one on my new recruiting rankings as of twenty twenty three. For as long as he's considering Ohio State, yeah. But the second Ohio State's out, then we're going to reassess. But also, yes. my crystal. So you're saying that he jumped from? I think he was in, in place number forty three in the recruiting 43, class. Yeah. So he's now number one. He's still forty three in my composite rankings, which okay. are different. Okay. Yeah, those are different than your actual. Than my power actual rankings. the power rank. The composites are different. Now the composite, what we do there. We're we're, we have the numbers to back of, up these rankings. That algorithm is a little more complicated. Uh, but the the him rankings. <laughs> I, I will say this: when you talk about him, you know, I think a lot of people. When we obviously had Mike Rutherford on, shout out to Mike Rutherford, shout out to Kentucky fans. DJ Wagner was the preordained him, right? He was yeah. the one that everyone's like, 
is Dewan Wagner's son. He is him. He is going to be a superstar, yada, yada, yada. But as we remember in the lineage of Ohio sports, Dewan Wagner came first and then LeBron came the next year. And LeBron had to clean up his mess. Exactly. And LeBron, and this feels very similar where DJ Wagner had a huge lead in the him power rankings and in the class of 2023, but here comes Bronny and here comes the James family again. (laughs) And and if I'm Dewan Wagner or if I'm Milt Wagner at this point, I literally am upset with the James family. I'm, I'm starting a rivalry. And I think that... If you're looking at DJ Wagner and Bronny James, it's like both these guys are combo guards. Both of them are like 6'2", 6'3". Mm-hmm. Both of them are like, you know, all about these flashy plays, right? They, they kind of have a buzz about them, but there's not any like tangible... They can, they can slam dunk and also they can shoot threes. Yeah, know, but, but, very... but there's no like tangible quality about them that you're like, oh, that's an elite attribute right when you talk about like their athleticism but it is tantalizing so it's going to be fascinating i think that conversation of who you take between dj and Bronny is the 2023 conversation so you're putting them up i'm putting them head to head yeah i'm putting them head to head let's go let's go i mean it's Bronny time this this 2023 class is the funniest it is constant they they, they get the show this is the kind of shit that like turns me off from recruiting but the 2023 class, what's going on with the, 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 the discussions around the 2023 guys and guys like Xavier Booker, who we, t- who mm-hmm. we mentioned last uh, the, the last show because he's the Michigan State commit that yeah. apparently LeBron likes. And um, there was a- even a picture I saw of like a Photoshop with Bronny and Xavier together, like with Tom Izzo. That was like future of the Spartans. You was know, it Joe some- Tipton? I, no, so it wasn't gonna, Tipton. It wasn't Joe Tipton. T- <laughs> it was not Tipton. Can't confirm it was not Tipton. Um. But uh, uh, Xavier, he's he's another guy that was like ranked, whatever in the sixties, fifty mm-hmm. something, and then you snap your fingers and is he a top ten guy? Is he top, a top ten. One? We have we have a million top ten prospects in this recruiting class. It's hilarious, and I do think Brownie might be one, might be joining the mix. He might be one of the number one recruit. He's one of them ones. He's he's absolutely one of them ones. And uh, my crystal ball says he's going to Ohio State. It it it's, it says not only is he going. Uh, not only is he le- heavy lean in Ohio State, he has to go to Ohio State. Yeah, it's, it, there's no other path forward. Um, that that's it. That's uh, I I think uh, the case that you made on the show two days ago makes a lot of sense. This is the final act from LeBron to to uh, soothe over the tensions with Ohio people because it's it is a little weird. Some people don't like him. Some people still love him because he brought him a title, brought mm-hmm. Cleveland a title. But it's like it, it's a weird murky. This is the third act. There yeah. have been two acts. This is the final act. This is the one where he comes back around and we say mm-hmm. he actually was the hero that we thought he was. Yeah, and uh, and it has to happen. So I I I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm going I'm going crazy. This, I'm going to be in Montana instead of like actually enjoying nature. I'm just going to be on my phone hitting refresh. Yes. Trying to wait for <laughs> another bro- another brownie dunk abroad. <laughs> I will say this. You mentioned that LeBron said pump the brakes, and I think we should talk about this because he says pump the brakes, but he's also like the race is about to start. And when you talk about where we have to go if we're Ohio State, we got to get Bronny James on campus. We got to get him to Columbus. We got to get him on a visit. Because he hasn't taken a visit yet. He that's hasn't what LeBron taken, that's said. What he's taken- we, we have to be the first visit. If I'm Ohio State, I'm thinking to myself – how do we get Bronny here first? How do we uh-huh. wow him? How do we get him, you know, to a football game, football Saturdays? He he gets it. He understands understands Buckeye culture. LeBron's got him in the tunnel with the boys. I think it makes a lot of sense that that Ohio State has to be first. And if they are first, my crystal ball goes from sixty eight percent to a hundred. It shoots all the way up where he is a lock to go to Ohio State if they are first. You got to get him on campus. Get Bronny. Get Bronny to the all- Notre Dame game. That makes the most sense. That kicks off the season. When is that? Is that too? 
Get Bronny to the Notre Dame game. That is that's the play for everybody involved. You get Bronny on campus. He sees that Notre Dame. Wait you a know, second. He, Let me think this through. Okay, we okay. got how many weeks I, do we have? The, the hard the hard thing about our show is I can't tell when we're um, just like bullshit and throwing stuff against the wall and when like I've talked myself into like this might actually yeah so it's two weeks from Saturday is the Notre Dame game yes does the timeline match up in terms of the the <laughs> Nike PR push with Bronny like I that's mean, I think so cause, right because we've already floated the whole idea right and two weeks from now is a a, a long time it's eons in the recruiting world two weeks Dude. is long enough to go to Ohio State and have a visit so I'll say this the the non-conference the big, anytime Ohio State football hosts a a big non-conference game, which in the past has been USC, Texas. Yeah. I think Virginia Tech was supposed to be, and then Virginia Tech sucked, but then Virginia Tech beat us. So that was really weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oregon last year. Uh, I think anytime that big football game happens earlier, the non-conference big game, that's the big bad. That makes a lot of sense actually, because that's when that Greg and uh, Mike went on their visit. Uh, for the Texas Vince Young game when Texas see the shoe, that is what we're talking about. The see, there, there's a history here of let's get them on like, yeah. Exactly. They came back. Greg, I, 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 Greg came back, and I remember Greg was going on the visit. I was like, this is kind of weird. You're going to a football game, isn't it? But whatever. Um, and then he comes back, and I was like, so what would you think? And he's like, that place is insane. I love it. That's incredible. And I was yeah. like, you, you got that from a football game? He's like, I've never seen anything like this. This is incredible. <laughs> I have to go there. <laughs> And if you're LeBron James or you're Bronny James, you're looking at all these fans, right? When you're at this football game, this is, you know, a hundred thousand people, you know, not, not only in the arena, but all around the town. And they're all saying, Bronny, you got to come to Ohio state. Bronny, take a picture with me. Bronny, you're the man. Bronny, you're the goat. LeBron, you're the goat. F Jordan. Da, da, da. Yeah. They're saying all this stuff and they're walking around and they're looking around and they're saying, this would be nice. You know what? It's Dude. nice to feel love, especially with a guy like LeBron who gets a lot of hate, which, I mean, look, that that's a tough existence, but also you're so great, you get the hate. But Bronny James and LeBron, they buy into the love, and you beat Notre Dame's ass. Which we will. Yeah, which we, you we will. will. Yeah, duh. You will. So... <laughs> I'm talking myself into if if, if I'm Chris Holtman, <laughs> I'm calling Bronny James is on campus for that game and it and it you said it. We it's got a done deal. Weeks. It's a hashtag done deal. If, if Coach Bronny, Holtman, are you listening? Please. If Bronny is there for the Notre Dame game, he's coming to Ohio State. Look, if facts. he's not there for the Notre Dame game, my crystal balls are going to be hurting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to be a little sore, but they're not going to be out of it. They're not going to be out of it because look, we understand these are these are LA people. That they're hard to lock down. They're hard. They're hard to nail down, especially when they're going. Los to the Angeles Midwest. Flakers. Yeah, the Flakers. What, uh, the Flakers. I, this is the the term that I've heard before out here. And look, yeah. so we we have to guarantee that LeBron and Bronny get on a plane. You know, Bronny could wake up that day and be like, "Dad, I don't really feel like it," and they don't go. You know, <laughs> which would be terrible. But we also can't, you know, use that as a way to throw Ohio State out of this. So you don't. Think, I, so if he doesn't go to the Notre Dame game, I shouldn't be worried. Don't be worried because look, he he, you know, Flakers. I I, I mean. All right, but I think Ohio State is. I don't know if they're the dark horse or the front runner. That's what, that's, that's what I'm confused by too, dude. It's like I, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're the dark horse, but then I'm actually. But I'm getting front runner energy, you know. But then like Kendrick Perkins is putting it out there. He's going on I television. He's just like, I'm going to Ohio. State. That's where he can make the most money, and everyone's making the case that Ohio State's like the best place for him, and yeah. that scares me because, um. I, I like being the dark horse. I like I like every time I talk to Chris Holman in the offseason, he's like, I don't know anything about our team this year. I don't know how good we're gonna be. I just it's like so many questions. And I'm like, how are the freshmen? And he's like, ah, we'll see. You know, we're just, he's like they're they're, they're good. They're good. I like them, but uh we'll see. You know, we're just gonna have to 
And then I'm just left like thinking, all right, how good is this team going to yeah, be? Yeah, you always then, tell me you have no idea. No idea. No idea. And we used to have Greg there. Greg was always like a good sounding board of like, yeah, I mean, this yeah. guy's going to be amazing. You know what I mean? And we're like, oh, great. Thanks, yeah. Greg. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Hol Holman, I asked him about Malachi Branham last year. And yeah, he's like, he, he just says, we'll see. He's like, we'll see. <laughs> we'll Greg's like, see. that kid's a star. Yeah, Greg's like, that kid's a star. Which is genius. Which is like, like Holt's figured out the... Uh, but anyway, it's that, very Roy that, that attitude has like seeped into me that that's how I approach Ohio State basketball now. It's like, eh, well, you know, hopefully like so I, I go into the Bronny James recruitment is like, hopefully he calls us back. Hopefully, you know, yeah. like we can get like a if we can just get him on campus at some point. Maybe maybe if it's not the Notre Dame game, maybe it's, you know, do we host Wisconsin this year? I don't know. In football, maybe we get him for that game. Um that that that's where my mind. So like the idea yeah. of us stepping up, putting our crystal balls on the table and saying Come to the Notre Dame game. You will want to come to Ohio State if you come to a Notre Dame game. That gets me excited, Tate. And I, I think you might be onto something here. The only thing I will say, my only reservation is that if I'm Coach Holtman, when I am doing this recruitment, I'm making no promises to to Bronny or LeBron. You know what I mean? I'm not making any promises that yeah. I'm not going to live up to. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to be in a position where you're on that's the hot what I, seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't, don't say... You're gonna start to say, Bronny, you're gonna have every opportunity here. At Ohio That's what State. I mean. That's you know what we I mean? were talking earlier about, like the difference between <laughs> like I don't want Holt to just be like, you can. We'll, we'll change the name of the school if you want. We'll yeah, change yeah, it to yeah, James yeah. University. No, no, no. We can't be doing that. We can't be. I don't think he's gonna do that. I think he's gonna. They're gonna get overwhelmed with the love, and love is hard to turn down. And like Oregon, sure. I mean, there's obviously a, a diehard Oregon Ducks fans, no doubt about it. But like, they're not diehard LeBron James fans. Like these Ohio State fans, like we were in Columbus. I mean, you'll see a LeBron James shirt. I mean, this is obviously back when he was on the Cavs, but you'd see it everywhere. I mean, yeah. it's everywhere. He's everywhere. He is the Michael Jordan of Ohio, he's for lack of a better term. And, and like no matter where he plays in the NBA, he is, he is the most famous Ohioan. He's, he's an Ohioan. Yes. No matter where yes. he plays in this world, he will always be an Ohioan. Um, and he's, he's the native son and all that shit. So like, there are people that are from Ohio. They're like, I don't care if, how many times he stabs us in the back. I love the him. kids from Ohio. Yeah. We love him. I'm he's always going to be a kid from, he's always be a kid from Akron to me. He yeah. brought a, he brought the Cavs a title. That's his catchphrase. Kid yeah. from Akron. Bronny's from Akron too, isn't he? Exactly. So is Steph Curry. Is he born in Akron? <laughs> yeah, Steph Curry's <laughs> <laughs> that's always the funniest one Bronny was actually born in Akron was it Cleveland born in Cleveland even better dude let's go I mean it does feel like Bronny right. is not ashamed nor does he dislike Ohio by all <laughs> accounts right because I, I mean the real or not the real reason but one of the reasons that LeBron went back to Ohio the first time for Miami was family related right the, the, the kids and the family all wanted to be back in Ohio so Bronny's already made a choice to go back to Ohio before he can do it again all right We'll shut up. What? Uh, no, we won't because I just thought about this. What happened to Rutgers? Wasn't Rutgers in the mix? Wasn't that the first time we talked about Bronny? Can we pour one out? Because Rutgers stuck, they stuck their neck out and they said, you know what? In a world where no one is, uh, you know, whatever you want to say, bold enough to stick their neck out and say they're recruiting Bronny James, Rutgers said, we are recruiting Bronny James. We want him to come play here. And then after that, all these other schools got into the mix. So shout out to Rutgers. They saw it first. Uh, New Jersey basketball. Great basketball state, right, Jim? A lot of good basketball players from New Jersey. Dewan Wagner. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shaquille O'Neal. Ooh. Shaq's not from New Jersey. He's a, he's a military he's brat. A, he's a Texas guy, isn't he? He played at Cole Jersey. High School, dude. Newark, New Jersey. He's a military brat. <laughs> Jason Williams. That counts. Yeah, that counts. That's a Jersey kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by how this is becoming a story, though, for real. Like, do, like, remove the Ohio State part of it. 
that's what I, we, we, we exhausted all that. But uh, the Bronny James recruitment in general, um, it is, I, I think you could, you and I can see through it that there is like an orchestrated song and dance to this. That like, it's not a coincidence that out of nowhere, we're all talking about like these, these reports are coming out or whatever. Like that's not a coincidence. No, this there's, is LeBron no, James. There's, there's, yeah, this is clutch sort of, media. This is some all, sort of yeah. orchestrated thing at play here. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I completely misread it. Cause like even when we sat down on Monday to talk about Bronny, I just thought like, you know, it's interesting. It's noteworthy. It's LeBron's son. He's pretty good. Um, but we don't need to devote like a whole show to it or anything. And then now, I mean, I saw our guy Tom Habistro, the basketball Illuminati guys, yeah, which yeah. I, I I love their show. Um, this is tailor made for them. The, the Bronny James recruitment. I, I haven't listened to their show yet. I'm going to listen to it today. Um, that feels like a, if if there's ever been a basketball Illuminati story, it is this. This feels the the one the one kid that has no offers, but also has a bunch of offers, but also because we talked about it. I mean, what three months ago? I brought up Bronny James and I pulled up his recruiting profile, and the only thing it had there was all the blue bloods, and then he had one Kentucky offer, but all the interest was cool, yeah, right? Because it yeah. was like all those schools are not recruiting Bronny James, but now. We live in a world where Bronny James and the LeBron James PR branding, whatever you want to call it, is so strong that he doesn't have people recruiting him. He decided who who's going to recruit him. Right. He basically was like, you guys. Yes. You guys are the teams I want to play for. Now you come talk to me. Yeah. And UCLA and Michigan said, not uh, us, but yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Thank you yeah. for the branding. Thank you for the, the highlight, but we're going to bow out. And I think the other three schools we mentioned, they're all in it. I didn't realize the uh, the – Shout out to Steven Izzo for creating the drama with the picture. With, uh, Shout out to Steven Izzo. Steven with, Izzo uh, is a, is basketball Illuminati himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The picture, well, when the the picture of LeBron with yes Tom mm-hmm. was at Draymond's wedding, which I think you mentioned on the show, but it just like flew right over my head that that was the reason they were together. Um, so I, maybe I read into that too much. Also, Draymond's wedding becoming like a, a basketball tentpole story is hilarious. You know, I mean, it led like to I watch all these sports shows, you know, every single day, like in moron. But like it led two shows with Draymond Green's wedding and about how Kevin Durant didn't get an invite. And I was just dying laughing. And then, like you said, the, we get the Tom Izzo LeBron. There was just so much content that yeah, came out of Draymond's <laughs> wedding. Like it was LeBron. Was that the, the one with Steph. that they gave the weed yeah that, yeah, that was the big, the big the like big, uh, uh, they look like cigars but i guess they were blunts <laughs> i've never seen anything like that i mean that was insane that uh i mean that, <laughs> and the baby perform remember we talked about <laughs> that <laughs> <Did he> really? <laughs> yeah, stop baby. it uh <laughs> the weed deal is something that if if you're in the nba <laughs> or you're like a rapper or you're famous that's cool yeah but if i went to like my cousin's wedding and he was like, dude, check out these party favors. And you walked into the room, it was just a table like with a ton of weed on it. I'd be like, this is the most white trash thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, you got to yeah. lock it up, dude. Tighten yeah. up. Like, what are we doing here? Well, I don't even know. I mean, those, those, <laughs> were, those were rolled like in cigars. So it looked like you were smoking a cigar, but it was packed with lo- what looked like Keef. You know what I mean? It looked yeah. like a loud pack. And I, I mean, if anyone <laughs> smoked any of those, like, God forbid, I mean, they were knocked out. They were knocked out. There's no way. No way people's dancing after smoking. I one love of the those. idea of Steven Izzo hitting one of those <laughs> and then walking around and taking pictures. Pictures for his Instagram, <laughs> yeah. and he's just throwing his arm around the yeah. and just he's like, like dad cigar. Yeah. Tom Izzo's like Jesus. <laughs> uh, was that the wedding? Didn't we have a guy that wrote in not too long ago that said he was going to an NBA wedding? Was it Draymond's? Mm-hmm. No, it was not Draymond's, but he did give. Oh, an you know, you know, we know the wedding. We do know the wedding. Are we you allowed like to, to say hear? who the wedding was? It's yeah, just, who he was said it? I can name names. So who was it? it was Who's Kelly Olynyk's wedding? Who was at the the? 
the backwards, the snapback. Yeah, yeah. and that's all the, I know about Kelly. Content came out of that too. Like if you have a wedding nowadays, you get content out. He also sent a picture. Of the snapback, I guess that was also a parting gift for people at the wedding. You were giving a snapback. Kelly Olenek gave his Olenek party favor with snapbacks. Draymond, I believe was so. A fat joint. <laughs> <laughs> also, he said cannabis is an acceptable gift to hand out to wedding guests. They had two different forms they were giving out. So indica and, sativa. Yeah, that's what they were giving out at. Linux wedding as well. I mean, that's, oh, th- they were, that's th- awful. They're like, some people want to get a little amped up. Some people want to get a little amped up. I guess, I guess I'm, not, no, I'm, you're, not, I'm not hip with it. No, you're, um, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, if, if I, I was getting married like, and there was that at my, my, I don't know what my mom and dad, they probably both have I, a heart attack. I would be cool. I'm cool. Um, <laughs> the Olenix, the gym is showing us the hat right now. <laughs> the that's O's, great. The, 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 O's a ring. the O and Olenix, the ring. Um, <laughs> I'm not a narc. I'm not a narc. I want to make, I want to get on record. Very important that I say it. In fact, I'm going to keep saying it to prove the more you say it, the more people believe you. That's how that works. Um, so I have no, I have no problem with the weed at the wedding date. It's more of like the, uh, it's the, I I think anytime that like weed presents itself in an official capacity, it, it, there's something off about it to me. Like when you, when you go to the party and you're like, now be sure to stop by our weed table and pick up your, your joint on the way. Like that, that's a little much. Like in my yeah. mind, weed is still like an underground thing. That's like, I, I mean, think, any, I uh, think in my opinion, the weed should be like in the same tone as the cigar room. You know what I mean? Like you, you like cigars happen at all these weddings, right? The old guys all get together and they go smoke right. on the back patio, but it's not like they go announce to everybody in the wedding. Like we're going to go have a smoke in the back. You know, it's like, it needs to be a separate culture. And we're it, making it, it a it little needs, too mainstream. It doesn't need to be it's, mainstream it's too mainstream yeah. we don't yeah. need the the mother of the bride like peeking over like what do we got here what kind of so what so are these like different flavors or yeah. what's going like we don't it's need not that. cbd that's, that's that's too much that's too much it's we too much a, it needs to keep its little like underground and and i guess that's what when i saw the picture of mm-hmm. at draymond's wedding i was like that's i mean it's cool because you're an nba player and i will admit that like in that context it is cool so like like i said i, I don't actually have a problem with that that's un, it, it, it's hypocritical again you're not an arc yeah <laughs> Um, so Draymond can do it, but yeah, if like my brother was getting married or something and he was like, dude, check this out. I, uh, yeah, we got a dump truck of weed and we're going to just give it out to everybody. And it's our party favorite. I'd be like, that's pretty trashy, dude. <laughs> no, there, there seems to be like this crossover of like hip hop rap culture. You know what I mean? Which like, if you're a rapper, I expect you to have blunts at your wedding. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. it, like, <laughs> so I do think like there's a little bit of that where it's like Draymond was like, this is what I thought I was supposed to have. You know what I mean? But he's I, just think, trying, I think the way you he's do trying it, to please everybody. I think the way you do it is you don't have a table where it's like, it be, can't be, be out sure and about like to, that. Yeah. To, it can't be next to the cupcakes and the exactly. cookies. And as you're, 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 you get your like <laughs> dried out chicken and the kit from the catering yeah. and a little thing of potatoes and then your joint and then you go sit down, you know, it can't be that. I think you hire one guy to be like the trench coat guy. Almost. Yeah. The joint guy. That's just the like walking guy. around. That's yeah. just like, he has anything and he mm-hmm. just opens the trench coat. He's and got everything. Slide, yeah. Whatever. And so that way you're still circulating the weed and everyone's having a good time, mm-hmm. but it's a little, we still need the CD element of it. I think, I don't know. That's no, my you, take. I, and again, I, I, I say that as a non-narc. Yeah. As a, I'm on record as not being a narc. I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm happy to hear that Kelly Olynyk had like a friend of the program at his wedding, though. I mean, Kelly Olynyk famously won a game seven. People forget this. I mean, he did that. He won a game seven. He played great. Was that when he ripped Kevin Love's arm out of socket? Or that was. I think it's all blurred together. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that's Kelly Olynyk. That was a different game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that a different series? I think it was different. <laughs> okay. Or were the same. Who knows? Who's who, I don't remember. I was being yeah, serious. No, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's all a blur. But I do remember him well, in Game 7 having an amazing Game 7 because oh. I was like, I will never forget this because this but is But that was so, for the Heat, right? That was against the Heat, right? 
I don't know. Or was it against the Celtics when he was on the Heat? Dude, that's the thing about Kelly Olynyk. And in he's, fact, he's whatever you, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I get Kelly Olynyk and Josh McRoberts on the Heat. Like, their careers are the same. You know, like, you could tell me this happened. Like, he had a triple-double. I was like, was that Josh McRoberts or Kelly Olynyk? Wait a second. So, who knows? He was but, on the uh, Celtics when he pulled out uh, yes. Kevin Love's yes. arm, right? Arm, yes. Out yeah. of socket, yes. Yeah. That was cool. He was that, also That was a career highlight. He was also on Gonzaga when they lost to Butler in Hingle Fieldhouse. I remember that. Mm-hmm. When Roosevelt Jones hit the floater. He was a great game. Gonzaga player. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the lineage. Yeah. Cool. All right. Canadian. Also to the list. Yep. Yeah. He is Canadian. We that do have true. a Canadian following, to be quite honest. Shout out to our guy, Jordan Henry. I saw, uh, uh, speaking of Canada, I what saw. did they say? Shoot Instead of shout out? Shoot Shoot. Shoot That's how they talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they. <laughs> I saw the speaking of Canada basketball, um, British Columbia University of British Columbia beat UNLV in Ooh. a uh, in a little foreign trip exchange situation. I mean, I hate to see that. I think we should do a sleeping giants update and try to fix. We need to we need to come up with fl- like plans, like actual like action plans to fix certain brands. You know what I mean? UNLV is UNLV the top is of the one list. of them. And it's higher, and, and and then the conclusion we come through for every single one of these brands is hire Rick Pitino. Yeah, exactly. Every single UNLV, one. if they hire Rick Pitino, <laughs> it's like I I am tenfold back in. I will go sit Gucci Row at all the games, and we'll tell you all about UNLV basketball. It's not that far away. <laughs> we get UNLV back. It's hire Rick Pitino. What is uh, all of our action plans are hire Rick Pitino? Yeah. Um. All right. We'll uh maybe we'll take a break, but uh my my final thought for this show because we're gonna I, I imagine Bronny James. This is, is gonna drive the show. Yeah. It's gonna drive the kind of. Oh, this is consuming me. So uh DMs are open. Um if you if you have to this is my new Brad Stevens, Indiana. This is like I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm accepting any and all tips. Um I I I don't this might bring me back into the scoops game, dude. Because if I start getting scoops, I'm gonna have to report him. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. This this is the caliber of story and something I'm so excited about that you're gonna get me to just fire off scoops. And uh, I don't want to do that, but that that just gives you an idea of how into this I am. So that's where I'm at. Um, DMs are open. Let's talk. Bronny James, Ohio State. And, and I will say, we're going to have to go to a Sierra Canyon game, I think, this season. Because it is his team. It's Bronny's team. Senior season. I think we might have to go there, you know. Do a little press moment. Maybe I'm gonna t- show maybe up. talk to Bronny and then as we're t- he thinks we're just regular interview, you know, like like he always has. And then we're just dropping like you gotta go to Ohio State. Dude, man. We're, I'm gonna show up as a Buckeye guy as wearing the cowboy hat, the yeah. you know, the the guys mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, the yeah. Ohio State fans. That's gonna be me at the Sierra Canyon game. Yeah. <laughs> Your fireman Ed moment. Yeah. You go in, he's like the Buckeyes are here. They really want me to come. They're sending people from Columbus. I mean, I think that's the way. We have to slowly incept in his brain. There's no other option. It's so good for content and so good for our show. And Chris Holtman, get him to the Notre Dame game. I mean, that is... I think you're right. That's I think game. we'll know more at that point. Because that is, that is the game. That is traditionally... The big non-conference game is when the basketball recruits come in. Mm-hmm. The Michigan game is when the football recruits. Like, like Ohio State brings the football recruits to the Michigan football Rightfully game. Rightfully so. You know. For the rivalry. Because then yeah. you point and then you say... How, that could how be could you. you. How could you not want to play in yeah, this game? Yeah, you want to play in this game. But the basketball recruits you don't bring to the Michigan game. Because then... They don't a, get it yet. And it's almost like... 
it, it, it almost like underscores that football is more important than basketball. So it's almost mm-hmm. like overkill yeah. of a basketball recruitment. You know what yeah. I mean? You bring them to the Michigan game and it's yeah. like you're doing a little too much. And yeah. then All like, the fans are like, this is the only game yeah. I care about then, ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like, the basketball wait, recruits leave and they're like, I want to go to Ohio State and play football. And, <laughs> and then the basketball coach is like, damn it, not like this. Ah. Um, so I think you bring him to the non-con- the big non-conference game and that is Notre Dame. I think you're 100% right, Tate. I've talked myself into this. If Bronny James is at a Notre Dame game, it's on. If they're the first Let's visit, go. that means that Ohio State's number one. Because like we said, the report was that Oregon is number one right now. And then LeBron said there is no number one. But I think if he goes to this Ohio State football game, it's official Ohio State's number one. Joe Tipton, if you're a true friend of the program, make, make an edit. Make an edit. Make an of, edit. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check right now to make sure he hasn't. I don't think he has. But uh, Who's number zero at uh, Ohio State? There is no number zero right now, right? Was Michi zero? Michi. Okay, so Joe Tipton made a. This doesn't count, but he did make a uh, with the five schools. Where will Bronny go? USC, Michigan, Oregon, Ohio State, UCLA. So I have a picture. Mm. I have a picture to look at as I'm falling asleep at night. As I'm, I'm, I'm caressing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that yes. weird? Yes. Is that uh, is that is, yes. is that normal behavior to be 35 years old and. Uh, <laughs> I mean, brawny or banners or both. Be this excited about a 17-year-old coming to uh, my school. Uh, Brawny's banners or both? That's the question you got to ask yourself. And I think both. I'm team both. Joe Tipton, make me make me adjust Ohio State edit. That's what I need. Yeah, that's what you really need. We're going to commission that. With with brawny with like a bag in his hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) And and like me, very small. In the background. In the background. Like wearing the Buckeye guy get up and I'm doing the clap of the guy from Rudy. Yes. Yes. It's like we did it. <laughs> and this is good. All right. We're going to take a break. Come back. Read some emails. Quick break to get aware from our sponsors. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Now that we've talked about that, let's get back to Titus and Tate. You know the stuff we're here to talk about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. And we're also brought to you by NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll even get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. All right, should we read some emails? I mean, um, yes. Before we do, uh, are we, are we, did we decide, are we doing the Manti Teo? Uh, yeah, should we do a show about that? We were, ta- yeah. we were talking off air about this that uh, um, we had so much fun. First of all, shout out to everybody that enjoyed the Woodstock '99 talk. That basically ended up being like I went home after we recorded that show. Yeah, and uh, I was sitting with my thoughts, and I was like, I feel like all we basically did was just be like, and remember that guy? Like we, we were just <laughs> we were doing the Chris Farley show, where we're just like, yeah, and then the the other dude, and yeah. you're like, no man, but yeah, but that other dude, and I'm like, yeah. yes, that dude, yeah, that dude's crazy, <laughs> yeah, the boxes, but it, it was a ton of fun, and people seemed to enjoy it, and then uh, um, this Manti Teo doc has come out on Netflix, yeah, there's some buzz around it being absolutely insane, 
because the Manti Teo story itself is absolutely insane. I watched 20 minutes, 30 minutes of the first episode, mm. realized this might be podcast fodder, hit stop because I was like, I don't want to watch. If I watch the whole thing, I'm going to come on the show and it. all I'm going to talk about is this. Like this Jim, talk. Jim yeah. watched the whole thing and now he's like, come on yeah. guys, let's talk about right. it. But I haven't watched it. I so we're going to, we're going to do it next, next Friday. Should we do it? Yeah, that sounds good. Give everybody a week to watch it on, mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll I, I uh, I'm going to watch it probably tonight. Manti, my, my one thought will be this is uh, Manti Teo, the Manti Teo story um, was the the OJ car chase, the OJ trial of the sports blogosphere, where like that that was like what the blogs were made for that yeah. moment in time. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it consumed my every thought, and I lived in yeah. the blogosphere at the time. So like this was, I don't know, this 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 was like like I was losing sleep. I was up at night reading everyone's theories, and uh, so I I can't wait to watch the doc. The, yeah, the story was insane. I mean, it was one of the craziest sports stories where it almost it felt very similar to the Tiger Woods sex scandal, where it was like, wow, I feel like this is insane. Like I can't believe that we're so I can't believe we're over here. But this is obviously I shouldn't care, but at the same time, like there's no world in which I I'm gonna pretend like I don't. Yeah, care. exactly. Like, like, I'm fascinated. Like yeah. I, are we having a press conference? <laughs> yeah, like is he gonna address this? And then the craziest part was like this guy was obviously on top of the world, and then you watched him play after it, and it was like a shell of himself yeah. right so it was immediately like all that confidence bravado whatever that got notre dame to that point completely fell off and it was like i was in college at the time so we're, i'm just sitting there watching i'm like this is icarus, icarus. Everything's, icarus. <laughs> everything's icarus that's another podcast title we should have everything's icarus everything's icarus yeah um yeah, I, I watched. I watched like twenty, thirty, and we minutes, never got and closure, and that's why I think we all are fascinated by I, this stuff. I watched like twenty to thirty minutes, and I realized it's going. It, it was insane. Like the first twenty minutes, even are just like this is going to be bananas. So I stopped it, and we'll have fun. So we'll do that next week. All so right, there, there's deal. That. That's the that's a little housekeeping there. Um, let's read some emails, right? Yeah, let's do it. You had me. Uh, you mentioned the Kelly Olynyk wedding. The rest of this guy's updates are pretty good from the wedding. So the Kelly Olynyk guy wrote in. Yeah, the the so, wedding guy. So this is. The rest of his update. He said, um, as the bride and groom came, went table to table to say hello to everyone at mm-hmm. dinner, Kelly Olenek had a gigantic bottle of Captain Morgan's that he made everyone take a pull from, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, good for Kelly Olenek. He sounds like a great everyone time. Everyone or mm-hmm. just like the... Everyone. The peers of Kelly Olenek. This guy didn't uncles, even know him, and he said like, he took it too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he said Ud- uh, Adonis Haslam... Brought a pair of slides to change into for the reception. <laughs> <laughs> Very NBA player, man. That's he's, how he's played so long. He's like, yeah. I got to stay comfortable. Keep my he feet said um, the guy who wrote in is 6'4", and he's taller than Justice Winslow. Whoa. Whoa. That's that's scandalous. That's juicy. That's Justice a, Winslow used to be listed at like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, yeah. Justice, Justice Winslow, once upon a time, I, I should do... Here's some off-season content. I should do a power rankings of all the guys I've argued could potentially be the number one pick <laughs> yeah i mean justice, justice winslow Winslow's on there remember the Knicks? Trey Lyles remember is on spike there? lee like he literally like he like fell out because they didn't take justice winslow yeah he was like this is the biggest mistake dude i watched Ju- i watched justice winslow that season when they won the title yeah and i was like this dude no he transformed into a different player yeah. he basically yeah. cared about basketball for a month and yeah. then he got done with that and was like i guess he's kind of trevor keels ish you know trevor yeah, keels yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah i'm done with that julio okafor is the same way yeah Dude. One month for K for Mr. But jo- K. But maybe that's it. Maybe like Justice Winslow actually was that good. We were just lied to. Yeah. It was just a propaganda machine that 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 uh, he's taller than Justice. That's 
That's well, crazy. With Kay retiring, or all the former Duke players like shrinking, like it's kind of like you know, it's like witchcraft. You know, you kill the head yeah. vampire, and all the other vampires yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, very spacey. They're all like little aliens. They're all turning back to who they were. Oh my god, makes so much. Sense. You might be onto something. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see Grayson Allen. I'll sure. <laughs> three feet tall. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad he wrote in though and told us it was Kelly Olynyk's wedding because I was I did start thinking about it I started noticing uh the, it's like the deal when you buy a car and you notice all the cars on the road yeah, that, exactly. that are like yours you know I noticed like once that guy wrote in I noticed all the NBA players that were getting married Luke Grayson Allen was that one weekend of Luke it was uh, everybody Draymond and yeah. like my head's just spinning like trying to figure out which wedding this guy was at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, Kelly Olynyk's probably the best answer. Like, if I was going to say, like, which one would have thrown me to make me laugh the most out of all those names is, like, Kelly Olynyk, Because all I remember was the snapback picture. If I could go to one of those four, like, the, those are the four that I've seen. It's Grayson Allen, Luke Kennard, Kelly Olynyk, and Draymond Green that have been. There are probably others, but those are the four that stood out. Yeah, to those me. are the um, final four. Um, if I could go to any of those weddings, I'd probably am picking Kelly Olynyk. Like Draymond is the Draymond obvious pick, good. but no, but that's too too the only one you'd be invited to, though. Yeah, yeah but awesome. no one, no one's talking to you there. You're not having a good time. You're Everyone's not, trying to be seen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that's, you, you don't want to be a part of that. Kelly Olynyk is the most fun you could have. Grace now and I would go to, so I would object. I would stand up and object. <laughs> I would say, I don't. I, this love should not happen. Uh, and but Luke Kennard would probably be cool, honestly. It'd probably be Loki. Luke Kennard would be all right. And yeah. honestly, Luke Kennard, like the whole Clippers team would be there and it'd actually probably be more. You'd probably be able to talk to Kawhi like straight up and he'd be really nice. But Kelly, Kelly Olenek strikes me as a guy that like his NBA, the, the, the NBA guys that are there would, are cool. would be very approachable. Yeah, like you've done like, his guy, is nice. Draymond's wedding, you're just staying out of the way and you're like, yeah. you're just standing in the corner. You're praying to God that Steph Curry is next to you at some point. So like he probably would be nice to you and everyone else yeah. is going to be a dick. Like especially Contavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> I go to I go to Draymond's wedding. I go try to get my party favor joint, and like someone stops me and is like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Is this not for everybody?" And they're like, "Not for you." You know what it's like? I'm it's like, like when we when what? we were in the club with the Utah Jazz, and they yeah, kept trying I, to kick us out. That's yeah. us at the wedding. They just keep coming up like, "Hey, who do you know here?" Yeah. We're like, "Mike, Mike, come yeah. back. Tell him." You yeah, know Greg. Us. Greg would be like, "I'm gonna run to the bathroom," and you and I would look at each other. We're, like, we're no. fucked. Yeah, like Greg, no. <laughs> The second Craig and Mike leave, first so Craig, you sure about that? You, you need a cup? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of that. Oh, yeah, we would get kicked out of Draymond's wedding. There's no doubt. For sure. All right, moving on. I'm glad you uh, said he probably has like the coolest, nicer NBA players there or former players because uh, there was another one that was supposedly really nice, Evan Turner. No. Mm. Next. <laughs> Next. I think Evan would be nice. Evan's Evan always nice. been nice to me. Evan's nice. It. You know what I respect about Evan? I really I'm, He asked Evan about you. I'm being serious. You know what I respect about Evan? Yeah. Is that um National Player of the Year? No, don't respect that. That was that was fraudulent. John Walsh should John Walsh is the winner that. for sure. Um come on. I don't respect him for Trust that. Me. Uh Evan, Evan Evan loves my dad. He's a huge fan of my father's. And like he'll he'll he will go see out that. of his, Honestly, out of his I could definitely see that. And I, I can also see your dad being like, Evan, I heard what you were saying about Mark and you weren't wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and every time, every like, my dad would come to all the games my senior yeah. year, which was Evans last year too, and uh, he'd show up like you know my dad would show up when they open the doors, and he'd just like mm-hmm. be standing behind the bench during warmups. He'd always go over and talk to my dad. He'd always like complain about me to my dad. My dad and like, and it became like a weird thing. But I do like that he, he he's he's he is he, like he's when I see Titus. him when I see him, uh, I'm gonna see him in a couple weeks at the former players dinner. 
Um, he's he's going to like hit me in the balls or give me a titty twister or something. Yeah. Uh, say something about how I'm a piece of shit because you know that's that's how the banter we have. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna say like how are you? And then we're gonna. Everything's gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say hey, yeah, everything's gonna calm down. And then he's gonna very seriously be like, "How's your dad?" And he's gonna be like very very serious and want yeah. to know how my dad's doing. And I respect him for that. And that's the only nice thing I'll ever say about him. <laughs> he said that he only had nice things to say about him. So, oh really? Yeah, the guy asked. I'll him. say more next time. What else did he have to say? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I like. Well, Evan's uh, a podcaster get now, so we're pod. all in the same business. Yeah. So I think that that is honestly even the playing field a little bit. You know what I mean? If anything, you're more of a veteran than he is in this space. The Evan Turner story with me, um, if it, it's the Spider-Man meme, is what it is, and it always has been, and like that's mm-hmm. the reason we were at odds with each other at all times. Was like Evan was just. Evan liked to to stir up shit, and I did too. And we, you guys are shit. Stirs. You guys are two stirs. We're yeah. two stirs, and we're stirring it up. Two straws in the same drink. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? And it was. <laughs> but now, as we've gotten older, straws. I do think we've both been kind of mm-hmm. like I, I respect what you were doing there. You know? Yeah, I think I don't know. I think that's so. my. Re- I I do I do that for Evan. I I I actually do like Evan. I'm sorry. I, I got to be careful when I start doing shticks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're like, these you're like I have to see him in a couple of weeks when Bronny's there. Yeah. I want to make sure I get to talk to Bronny. <laughs> wear a cup. Wear a cup when you go. I will wear a cup. Yeah. I'll wear, I'm going to wear like a... Yeah. Like, like and you're just trying to bait him into hitting your. I'm gonna wear a metal like, bra <laughs> so he goes to like give me a titty twister. Yeah, and just basically, like, you know, like the electric up. thing, like the hand buzzer. And you just put it under your shirt. You know, <laughs> gets electrocuted. <laughs> All right. To wrap up that wedding, he said it was a fantastic wedding all in all, but he had to leave early because his fiance's friend got hammered to the point where the venue had to call an ambulance for her. Oh, don't worry. She's fine. Was it because of the Captain Morgan or I don't know. (laughs) Snapback. She Uh saw and she fainted. Yeah. yeah, I I love you get kicked out of this wedding and it's that has some Woodstock 99 vibes to it. It's like, how is this happening? It's like, I don't know. Maybe the groom is handing handing out alcohol to everyone, shoving Um, it down their faces. Have you ever had an embarrassing moment at a wedding, Jim? Mm. I think people. I I want to speak on behalf of our listeners. I think they might peg you as a guy. Mm. Um, something stupid that does that would get a little rowdy, a little too rowdy, and be like, I, you wake up the next day. I can't believe I. Uh, at this yeah, actually, um, it was. Uh, I was in a wedding party, and I I guess somebody like I think someone roofied like thirty of my drinks. I have no idea, but <laughs> I completely. Uh, yeah, it was just like really. You, you started the math. You're like, what do you mean he had 30 drinks? There was alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, no one roofied you. Yeah, just had 30 drinks. It's called alcohol, Jim. <laughs> well, what I found out later, <laughs> I was just like acting very strange all over the place, having a great time, but I definitely did feel weird and was a little out of control. Mm. And I found out like the next day, um, someone had given me like Adderall, and from the bachelor party, apparently they had kept that Adderall in with acid. Mm. So the Adderall probably had acid on it, and mm. they given me acid, and I was acid I was on acid at the wedding that I didn't even know. <laughs> and you like and you had thirty drinks. thirty drinks, acid Adderall. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling a little bit weird. That's just that's just the ceremony <laughs> until the reception. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was I, uh, they, fun. They, I love that that's Jim's, so Jim's like embarrassing wedding story. People were like, I tripped up on the dance floor or whatever. Jim's but it was like, also embarrassing because like my whole family was there. It oh, feels yeah. like, like a Mitch Hedberg. I'm acting like a maniac, like with my mom and stuff. Yeah. I felt <laughs> I thought I thought Jim was gonna do a Mitch Hedberg setup. I felt like a Mitch Hedberg type setup where he's like, Someone gave me acid, and that someone was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, no. yeah. That's someone's name? Jim Cunningham. <laughs> yeah. And I found the guy. It's this someone Jim just slipped it in my drink. <laughs> yeah. 
Honestly, yeah, that is a really, really poor Trump, place to put your Adderall next to your ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. same thing. <laughs> Maniacs. That is not smart. Morons. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Oh, that's um, good wedding. New dirty laundry? You want? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's go. All right, I've got a story for you guys. It doesn't involve a basketball player, but it involves a college football player. I live in the same city as a very notable SEC school where I went to undergrad and grad school. One day in grad school, I'm driving home, come to a yield sign to turn right as I'm approaching the intersection and stop my car because I have to let a few cars go to turn. All of a sudden, I feel another car rear-end me. Mm. So I'm like, damn it, I wonder, you know, what the hell just happened. He gets out <laughs> of the car, blah, blah, blah. Um, I get out and realize that it's the star running back of the football team. We exchange insurance info and survey the damage and see my car barely lost any paint while his front grill is pretty much destroyed. We come to a gentleman's agreement that we don't need to involve insurance companies or cops because it was his fault and he's the only one who took damage. Fast forward two months. I get a phone call from my insurance company who are wondering why a claim got submitted. Turns out this guy decided to backstab me on our agreement and submitted a claim. Not only that, but this guy decided to tell his insurance company that I threw my car in reverse at the stop sign and backed into him. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna commit insurance fraud, at least make up something believable. What an idiot. My insurance company tells me, just let it go, it's laughable, no one's gonna believe this. I never hear about it again. Now, my wife's family is absolute diehard fans of the school's basketball and football teams. A few months later, the football season starts. The guy who hit me is doing well during the first during the first two games against nobodies, and he thinks he's going to have a great year. First SEC game of the year, he gets loose early for a 50-yard touchdown, starts hot-dogging and holding the football out while high-stepping. Guy comes flying up from behind and strips him right before he gets to the end zone. He gets screamed at and benched. Guy behind him in the rotation goes in, and everyone figures out that he's a much better player than the guy who hit me. Pretty much ruins his last season. Never been happier watching someone's career. <laughs> oh, my God. Justice served. That what was the story? most karma story I've ever heard in my oh entire my life. By the way, I'm also the brother-in-law of the guy who sent in the story about thinking Brandon Robinson was Theo Pinson. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we cancel these people? Oh, man, that's funny. Oh, I, I still love that Brandon Robinson acted like he was Theo Pinson. Um, that's a yeah, great story. He talked about playing on the Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'm glad it went the way. I mean, at first I was I I thought he was going to like been like what the the, the guy the, the last emailers like let the athlete walk all over him and I thought I thought he's gonna get out of the car and be like I realized it was a running back so I said it was my, my bad, fault. Dude. Yeah, you know, like, that's whatever. what I thought the story. That's was what I thought be it was too, going. Which was gonna dude, be that's brutal though. Yeah. And the guy, if, if the guy's also shout out to his insurance company that were like, this is obviously fraud because yeah. like usually the insurance company is like, you know, sorry, you know, we I rear ended a guy in L.A. I, I I've told the story on on the and statute of limitations. So if you're the cops or an insurance company listening, statute of limitations, um, force majeure, force majeure. <laughs> yeah. Anything you put in front of me, I will force, I will force majeure. majeure. Pro bono, pro um, bono. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will give you a pro bono force majeure. Um. I, uh, the guy, the guy, a guy in front, like, I, I think I told this story. The guy in the right lane swerves in front of the guy that was in front of mm-hmm. me. So the guy in front of me just slams on his brakes real quick. I have to, you know, in LA, you, you, it's impossible to give enough safe space in LA because as soon as you do, someone's going to cut in front, you know, eat yeah. up that safe space. So you kind of have to follow people slightly closely. 
Um, so he slams on his brakes. I slam on my brakes. I kind of hit him a little bit, not too, not too crazy. And we both pulled off to the side and we, we got out, we both looked at the cars and there wasn't really any damage. And he was just like, I'm good if you're good. And we dapped each other up. And that was like the coolest feeling of, I, cause I, I've, I've been in like two fender benders in my yeah. life. And to experience that, I was like, this is the sickest thing. If that guy would have stabbed me in the back, I would have probably moved out of the city. I would have been like, this is, mm. this city is full of the worst people. And it's, it, it is, but not for that reason. Mm. Like that was cool. That, that, that gave me hope for Los Angeles that, I mean, get out and dap a guy up. But it's also like in Los Angeles, you've already been in traffic by that for that long that you're basically deranged at that point. So you're really like, I'll do anything to to get back in my car and not have to sit here any longer. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, we're good. Peace. Let's get out of here. Yeah. But that that is that is an ultimate betrayal. And I'm glad it seemed to work out. Right. It seemed to work out. He didn't say that he he got. No, he was like, he was like the insurance company was like, this is BS and we're good. Yeah. 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 That's good. Throw the claim out. Um, one of my friends used to tell a story about how his dad back in the day uh, got into a fe- was in L.A. and got into a fender bender with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So then um, I just changed that story and I'd tell him like, oh, yeah, tell that story where your mom got rear-ended by Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> he never liked that. <laughs> he did not like that, too. <laughs> it was funnier than me than him. <laughs> yeah, Jim's like, good. got him again. It was good. I'm glad I could bring it hey, back. Tom, that was from like 8th grade. 8th yeah. yeah. grade. This He's like, like this podcast. He's ago. like, holy shit, it's that Jim. That's the producer. <laughs> <laughs> you get a call from Kareem. Uh, another one? Are there any yeah, more? Yeah, we get some more. Okay. All right. Here's another one. I live in a smaller size city in the western U.S. Mm. Spoken. Which has a successful junior college program that annually sends multiple players to D1 schools. A little more than a decade ago, my mm. wife was out running errands around the holidays, and she slid into the back of a nicer, newer car. When she got out to exchange info with the driver, it was apparent from his height and school-branded attire that he was most likely a member of the local college basketball team. When my wife apologized about hitting his car, the player responded, it's okay. I could just go get another one. (laughs) (laughs) When my wife told me this, when my wife told me this, my interest was peaked and I began monitoring his stats throughout the season and even went to a couple games. After the season, player transferred to a D1 school in the Southeast where he had a serviceable college career, Mm. was part of a nice NCAA tourney run. And after going undrafted, was able to stick around the NBA for a couple of years before finishing his career overseas. My mm. question for the bag boys, since no one ever made a claim on my insurance, whose car was that? The players, the school he would transfer to, or does a local JUCO have a booster with enough juice to help players into cars? Great question. I mean, it, it could be any or I mean, it could be any of the above. Honestly, I think it's where he's transferring to. Yeah, I do, too. I Especially think, when he said the southeast. I'm like, that I, sounds like something that they already had like a wink, wink deal going yeah. on where they're like, we're going to get you set up so that you finish this year at Juco. Everything's cool. And it sounds like it sounds like this guy's a little older just going off of yeah, his career's the, over. The career's over. Yeah. So this was probably an era when the SEC pretended to care about academics. Yes. Or at least followed the rules played the a little game. bit. They at least played the game. So it he might didn't be, say SEC, SEC, though. He said Southeast America. So, yeah. Southeast. <laughs> okay, just ACC. Could be Carolina. Southeast, free cars. We don't take Juco kids. Uh, come on. Um, they're, they're, uh, just kidding, we do. This could be a situation, and probably my, my read on it is it's a deal where like they love the recruit. He's a great player. Uh-huh. His, his academic, his transcripts aren't good enough. 
He's got to go JUCO this for a, a year. This is a Cam Newton Bling College situation. Yes, you you got to go. I mean? You got to like, go JUCO for a year, but you're still our guy. You still, yeah. You're, you're gonna, Mississippi you're gonna, State's like Cam Newton's our guy. He's at Blend. We're yeah, taking care of him. We're gonna pay here. him. Yeah. And then Auburn's like, we're 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 in here. So it might not be that. Yeah, that maybe maybe it could right. be multiple. Maybe it could be multiple. That's schools. what I'm saying. It, it could be. There That's could why be, he's playing multiple schools. He's like, this is the car I got from Auburn. Yeah, but I can get another one from Mississippi State. Yes, yes. Honestly, that's what's happening. Yeah. But uh, I have another idea. What? The car's stolen. <laughs> he could just go steal another one. Yeah, what if the guy's like... He's the booster. He's boosting cars. <laughs> like Fast and the Furious. That is funny. Like He's just he, he's just a car thief. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's like, like, I could just go like, get another one. Enough to, yeah, he just gets more. out. He's got like a Slim Jim. He's not even good in. enough to uh, warrant a free car. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's a, a lot of car theme. I know. Here. I was surprised. Of, uh, Back-to-back emails. Fender mm. benders. Mm-hmm. Those actually came in back to back, too. All right, here's another one. One of the girls in my med school class used to have relations with a certain mysterious SEC one and done on the regular. After not speaking for years, mm. she got a Snapchat from him out of the blue saying, Miss you, let me see your body. <laughs> <laughs> Hope all is well. Been a fan since the teed up days. Can't Miss believe you. Kyle is engaged. Miss you. <laughs> let me see your body. Sincerely. Wow, what Mr. game Body. that guy <laughs> Sincerely, a friend of the UCLA Scoops guy. Ooh, oh, okay. Nice. All right. Love that. Right. Give Love me your body. Give me your Bronny James UCLA Scoops. While, <laughs> while I have you, give me any Bronny James UCLA Scoops. Wow. Um, Snapchat is honestly the most savage way to, to reach out to any female. I know this. I mean, you, everyone knows this. You know, Snapchat. Like, if you reach out via Snapchat, we all know why you're here. You know what I mean? It's not just to say hey or whatever. But for the fact that he literally said, let me see your body. That is let pretty hilarious. Let me see your body. That's pretty hilarious. That's kids like are, use, are, are kids still using Snapchat? Yeah. Kids they are using Snapchat. Okay. Because I think, like, it seems the parents these days, they're like, reading everything the kids are doing you know what and i mean snapchat goes, and snapchat away, right? goes away so the kids are like my you know parents Snapchat's can't read keeping all those texts though. of course yeah, of course yeah. evan spiegel's like look at all these nudes i have i mean that is snapchat is forming the uh ai software right like that's the that's the conspiracy theory is that the, like because every and, or, and instagram both they're probably mm-hmm. working together is that yes. getting everyone to take selfies so then you can like you can monitor changes mm-hmm. throughout the years yeah. as you build your aging software facial recognition right Sounds about right. right. You, you guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. I was like, I thought, I thought we all accepted that this is what's going on. Or, I mean, are, 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 are we, are we buying that they just, yeah, let those pictures disappear? <laughs> all I know is that I saw iRobot and I know where it ends, and we don't even have Will Smith anymore. So how are we going to be these robots? I, uh, I, it dawned on me recently. I forget what the instance was, but um, I am not, I am not on TikTok. I'm proudly not on TikTok. I will, never I will be never on be on TikTok. I, in fact, when people send me TikToks, I don't even click on them. I, I will never click on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It is like I, I, I hate when someone texts me a TikTok and then I click on it and then it's like you want to download this app, yes. you want to make an yeah. account. I'm like, no, get away from me. It's just Dave Chappelle saying, yeah. "Gotcha, bitch." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that's what I, re- I really feel like. I it takes me back to the days of like malware. I'm like mm-hmm. in, in 1999 when I would yeah. just click on every link and then, yeah. And your computer explodes. And, and, it's, and then it comes up and it's like, your computer yeah. is infected. Yeah. You're like, what the like, hell? Yeah, you download Norton Antivirus, which is also a virus. But uh, it dawned on me because recently something happened. I, man, I forget what it was, but I... Uh, I, I thought I had arrived at something organically where like a song, like, like I think it was something musically where like I was listening to a song on my Spotify rotation mm-hmm. again. Like mm-hmm. it just kind of like popped into my head. I was like, dude, that song fucks, dude. This song's <laughs> awesome from the 80s or 90s or whatever. 
And then I found out it was a TikTok trend. And like the mm. reason it's got buzz in the streets is because like TikTok is making it hot right now. Yeah. Very um, Kate Bush, Stranger Things. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that it wasn't that, but it was like something but, along yeah, those lines. Exactly. Yeah. Think think that. Um and then it dawned on me that like I might be like TikTok might be manipulating me without me even being inside TikTok. TikTok. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, 100%. Like I'm being socially engineered by this program that I don't even use. Exactly. This is, this is wild. It's everywhere. This is wild. I was talking to a friend the other day and she was over here and she was just on my couch for 40 minutes. And I was like, what is she like? What are you doing? You know what I mean? And then she's like, I'm just watching TikTok. But it was like choosing a date. It was like yeah. hypnotized. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. Like you, you see the videos like a young Tiger Woods and he's like looking out and he's like hypnotized and they're yeah. like, he's in a trance. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how he plays. Like that's what these people on TikTok do. And then I'm like, I'm scared to get it because I'm, yeah. I'm already in a trance on Twitter half the time. You know what I mean? I don't need any more things to get into. Oof. <sighs> But yeah, yeah, we're old. I didn't know Snapchat was still a thing. It was kind of my point. I didn't yeah. Know. I think when I turn 30, I'm going to delete everything and go off the grid. Yeah. doesn't. But I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. I'm off. I know. The, but that's what's making me worried. Still, I, I, I thought that I could get away with it. And now you're telling me I can't. Maybe you swing the other way. Maybe you become like a, a all in on TikTok and you like. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> partner with TikTok. I mean, I can dance, but I can't dance like those people dance. Like, I don't, I don't even call that. What is that? Like, what even is this thing that's happening? You know what I mean? Like, the, I, I, don't <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. I don't. It, it's faith healing to the max. Like, stop <laughs> faith healing. Uh, what's TikTok? <laughs> Jim's like, I'll bite. Yeah, Jim, Jim doesn't have to care about TikTok. Uh, that, that's good, though. How's your body? That's uh, or so, I want to see your body. That's, that's funny. I want to see your body is wild. Yeah, that's up there. Let me see your body. That's Let the, me uh, see your body. Wow. Who that's... wants to? Who wants to sex Matumbo? That's that's this generation's who wants to sex Matumbo. <laughs> you want to do one more? Yeah, yeah, do one more. All right. What's up, guys from Dubai? Whoa. Whoa. Big Whoa. fucking fan of the pod. Whoa. Sorry, Coach Titus. Whoa. Whoa. Drop an yeah, If you guy. ever stop by, holla. Whoa. This is <laughs> Dubai. Okay. Is that to us or Coach Titus? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, Coach <laughs> Titus for sure. <laughs> Is he going to Dubai anytime soon? Is that the entire email? <laughs> that'd be, that'd, that'd be, be amazing. That'd be amazing. Um, all right, so I'll give you the abridged version. Good um, Holly when you're in Dubai. All right. Uh, one of his friends is friends with Charlie Villanueva. Charlie Villanueva ends up in Dubai with his girlfriend, and his friend asks him to give Charlie Villanueva and his girlfriend a tour of Dubai. They're going spot, going around spot to spot, and he, then he gets a heartbreaking phone call from his then girlfriend's mother, crying her eyes out that they were doing laundry. I wonder how real this is, if, whether or not. And their young cat, who used to jump into the laundry machine, jumped in and died. Oh! And his girlfriend was working, and I had to go and pick up the body of the cat. So I have to tell Charlie Nueva and his girlfriend this. Charlie Villanova. Charlie Villanova. Yeah. Did you call him Nilla Wafers? Charlie Villanova <laughs> and um, told him after picking it up, um, I took them to my office, left the body there, and then finished their tour of Dubai. To be fair, he didn't get weird about it at all and was very nice. After I dropped them at the airport, I then pick it up and bury it. Suffice to say, one of the weirder days of my life. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, one, thank you so much. You're a great friend of the program from Dubai. I love to hear that. Two, 
That is insane. That's the craziest thing ever. I mean, what? that feels fake, but that's okay. I know. It's, it's so. But bizarre, also, but, but no, also it's not fake. Because like, who who can make that up? Who can make no, that, that up? There's Psycho. no way that's fake. It's like it's honestly one of those things as it's happening. You're like, this is so insane. This is gonna be such a great story. <laughs> but then when you tell it, you're like, I don't know if this is such a great. Charlie Bill in the way of his cat crawled into their washing. No, 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 no. The guy's girlfriend. The guy's, the guy's girlfriend. girlfriend. The guy giving the tours girlfriends. Yeah. Okay, and how did Charlie? So then, I, I misunderstood. How does Charlie Villanueva factor into this? He's, he's just, giving, just visiting. And he's visiting. And their mutual tour. friend yeah. asked the guy who wrote in to give to Charlie give Villanueva a tour around Dubai. And then he was like, "So oh, he was in the while, middle of he's that." Like, while gets I'm a phone call. A tour, oh shit! My cat just got murdered in the wash. <laughs> so Charlie Villanueva was just trying to get a tour. You know, like I wonder casual. if they were on the Bluetooth too when the lady oh, says, "Yeah, it on the phone. yeah." So Charlie Villanueva was like, <laughs> yeah. he's just trying to see this beautiful city. And then yeah. all of a sudden, he's like, "I'm so sorry." Go the cat that, that my girlfriend owns, she just got I would, murdered. If, if I was Villanueva, I would assume that I'm being punked in some. So yeah, I'd be like, "That's what I would think too." I'd be like, "This is a this is a setup of some sort." So I'm just gonna like play it cool. Yeah, kind of give him nothing. Hopefully they don't use this footage for the show. <laughs> I think you asked that guy if he's like in comedy or something, you know, yeah. like just so like if you are on camera, they're like, oh, he was on to it. You yeah. Know? yeah it was yeah. like, oh, are you a comedian or something, you know? Yeah. That's <laughs> I would have no idea how to react. I That's think crazy. I think it's one of those things where Villanueva, you remember we were talking about you just forget about it. Like if, if we had a player come take our girlfriend away, you know, you just yeah. like bury that deep. I think that's one of those stories you're like, Charlie Villanueva's probably never thought about that cat again because he's like, I don't. He's probably never been back to Dubai because he's like, that was crazy. Uh, remember when Charlie Villanueva was in the NBA and was a longtime NBA veteran mm-hmm. and was not necessarily a bad NBA player. He was a good, yeah, he was good. And um, at this point in time and um, was left off the Dominican national team for, for Carl, Carl Towns. Anthony Towns because yeah. John Calipari took the job and put Carl put, Towns put a 14-year-old Carl Anthony Towns on the Dominican national team. So he could recruit him. Yeah. So that he recruit him. Yeah. We all remember that. Yeah. That was kind of like chess. the last Charlie Villanueva story that I really like latched onto. Yeah, that I think that's why of- I don't like Carl Towns. Weirdly, you know, I always try to because like, Carl Towns seems like a nice enough guy, and I don't know why I wouldn't quote unquote like him or whatever. But I think it's because of Charlie Charlie Villanueva. That, that was a deal where I uh, Cal Cal was a. Uh, I, I didn't like Cal. I didn't like his recruiting tactics. And then when that happened, I was like, "This is so insane that I have no choice but to respect." Him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you're like, this, you're like this guy. I like, I don't like it, but damn, do I respect it. Like yeah. the level chess checkers, fourteen yeah. year olds, international teams. Like, you became the, the head coach of the Dominican Republic <laughs> yeah. team. He started solely. To, he started speaking. He tried to speak their language and stuff. You know, he yeah. basically went full Drake. He was like listening to like freaking music down in Barbados. And then he said, "I think Chet Hanks. if I remember right, the excuse was Charlie Villanueva was out of shape." And like Villanueva just got done playing an NBA yeah. season, which like I'm not saying he was in the greatest shape ever, but um, it made it sound like he'd been out of the league for four years and yeah. was just sitting on the couch. It made it sound like it was a foregone conclusion. Of course, he would make it over him, but as you said, it was like no, this is this is wild. <laughs> Amazing, fun Great times. story though. Great emails. Yeah, I like I like the emails. Titus and gmail.com. Uh, send in your dirty laundry stories. Um, I have to- one more that's. Kind of worth read reading, right, really read quick. It. Sorry, I think we should end on a different one. Yeah, even though no, was... this one's funnier. Okay, this one even funnier than the dead cat in the in the lawn. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Believe it or not, I feel bad for that cat. Yeah, um, but, 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 I'll just make it short. Um, this one's pretty harmless and lighthearted, so I'm going to use names. I was at the 2010 Maui Invitational with a bunch of family. We were mostly UW Husky fans alum. We we're staying at some hotel, which is where a lot of the teams are staying. UConn ends up winning the title that year. And after the event, my dad and I decide to go rent jet skis at the resort. We get there and lo and behold, 
12-year-old me sees Kemba Walker and the rest of the Yukon Huskies about to run rent jet skis in celebration of their championship. Um, this is the one um, Dave Odom was talking about. The, the, the entire yeah. jet ski fleet was rented out for our session, and it was like 90% UConn-affiliated folks. Blah, blah, blah. Naturally, I was hyped that I was about to ride jet skis with a bunch of UConn basketball players. Anyway, we get a little orientation safety session where the jet ski guy is going over some safety rules and whatnot. And as the staff is getting all 25 or so of us settled, all the UConn players are absolutely horrified. They wouldn't get on the jet skis. They didn't want to touch the water. And everyone who is, a, who is both about to ride a jet ski or watching from the side cannot stop laugh, laughing at all these massive athletes, including Kemba, squealing and giggling like children at the idea of getting in the water. I saw Jeremy Lamb trying to push Roscoe Smith into the water, and Smith <laughs> just about started to fight everyone because the man was not about to get wet. That sounds about right. <laughs> it got to the point where the instructor suggested that some players can double up if they're afraid to ride on jet skis, which some did. We finally get out and are riding around, and I see Alex Oriaki. Or- yeah, Alex yeah. Oriaki and some other massive human riding about two miles per hour and looking like they were about to cry while straddling each other on the jet ski <laughs> the whole time. Big ass Alex. They were Oriaki straight up not having it. Many of these guys obviously didn't have experience like with swimming or water, but it was a really hilarious moment. Oh it's my good. god! Yeah, that's a great one to end on because one, it's Jim Mally. Calhoun was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yeah, Jim Calhoun is in the hotel <laughs> room in one. the shade. He's like, "God, I'm on fire!" <laughs> He's like, "Please, I've turned the AC up." Oh, also, it was all in good fun, but younger me was shocked to see these athletes who I look up to to be so afraid of the water, and it caused me to never look at Kemba Walker or Shabazz Napier the same as they led their programs to multiple. What? Who organized titles. this then? Like, yeah, if, talk if, about the Maui bump. This also if they're scared it, of the ocean, it, it must like, have been. Who, it must have been Maui. Them... It must have been the tournament. It probably yeah. was. The I've heard other teams like... have done this exact activity after winning Maui, so it, maybe you guys can. It's probably like get a, a read Maui on this thing from oh, like, this year. If you win, you get to do the jet skis. That's hilarious. That's pretty sick. Yeah. But it's also hilarious because like we got to do some we got to do some journalism then. Yeah, this check year. that out. We we're should, there. Whoever mm-hmm. wins, we're gonna follow them. Own jet see, skis. See if they, yeah. <laughs> we're, can we get yeah. our own jet skis? Yeah. We should pose as this jet. We should like we should Scooby do it, and um, we like we we knock out the jet ski instructor. Yeah. We we just get some chloroform, mm-hmm. knock him out, <laughs> get some thirty beers with acid. Yeah, <laughs> Jim, you you call your uh, guy, and we throw him in a broom closet. For a couple hours, put on the uniform. We put on the uniform, and then we're uh, like, "Hi, we're your jet skis instructor." Yeah, and, and we're like, we're like laughing and snickering, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they're like, "Why are these guys laughing so much?" <laughs> we have no idea how to ride the jet skis or drive them. We're like, "Yeah, you just put the, turn it, turn it like a key, turn it like a car." It is pretty funny though when you see uh, great athletes um, in in situations that are not. You know, not where they're less a, a master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not where they're yeah. emasculating situations yeah. that are just like, yeah, that 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 is a it short circuits your brain. You're mm-hmm. like, how could you be so good at one thing? Yeah, and then be, yeah, so terrified of this. But anyway, good emails. Um, I love those. Should we do shout outs? Yeah, let's do some shout outs. I feel like uh, I feel like Bronny James is all I can think about, honestly. When I think about shout outs, I'm just want to shout out Bronny James for being a college basketball guy. You know, because we needed. We needed someone to take that torch. And I didn't know who it was going to be. I thought it was going to be DJ Wagner, but I'm happy it's Bronny James. All right. And LeBron James, you know, you were talking about Evan Turner burying the hatchet. I'm trying to bury the hatchet with LeBron James. I don't want to hate LeBron James. And bringing Bronny to Ohio State helps me 
kind of write the story of yeah. LeBron good in my head. You you do owe me one for me riding the Carolina bandwagon mm-hmm. during the. I'm, I'm riding, so you riding Bronny. Ride the, you I'm riding Bronny. You gotta ride the Bronny. I'm riding uh, Bronny. Train. Come on, yeah. Bronny. And and I just want to be clear as well. If 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 Bronny goes to Oregon or USC. I never actually cared that much. Mm. This is all a bit. We're not. We're not this mad. This is a joke. We're not mad. This is all a joke. Yeah. So I'm not don't upset. don't like rub it in my face if he doesn't. I mm. don't actually care. Mm-hmm. But also right now I do care. <laughs> I I've been thinking on it since we talked about it. I think USC is the dark horse, and I think Ohio USC is always the, the dark horse. Runner. USC will always be the dark horse. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. It's a Trojan. Trojan it's, horse. It's, it's they're they're. I mean that's yeah that because that feels like the. Uh, USC basketball right now, the way it's positioned, feels like if you are the LA kid, if you are the, um, it, it's the way to to do the stay home deal, but not like have the pressures of UCLA and have like that exactly. whole situation going on. And USC, as we know, I mean they they respect the back. Yeah, they know what's up. Going back to OJ Mayo, like the like, I mean, Br- Bronny might start. You might he might fall into the wrong. He might he might Google the wrong thing and see the video. Going of back to OJ Simpson, I mean, the, the USC is always. He might find the video of OJ Mayo in high school when he dunks it and then catches the ball, mm-hmm. a live ball, and throws it into the crowd and pulls his jersey out and walks off the floor. That and was awesome. He might be like, "This guy's sick. I want to follow in his footsteps and go to USC." I don't know. That's that was sick. <laughs> it was sick. I mean, hilarious. USC's had some great moments. Evan. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Pete Carrill, who's uh, that's a thing Great we do on the out. show is we shout out guys who uh, have passed and we'll never hear this. Um. <laughs> no, but Pete Carrill is like the Princeton offense. He is a legend. In fact, I, I had a great story of Rick Pitino and Pete Carrill getting in a fight um, at Five Star, those two guys. And Rick Pitino was basically like, and I respected Pete Carrill. And I, and I respected <laughs> yeah, I respected this man because he wanted to square up with that me. Was, that was just the old Big East. Yeah, like Princeton. A little bit. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah. Don't look it up. Don't look <laughs> it up. But you know, Pete Carrill. That's a great shout out. He's a legend. Um, passed away Monday. I forget how old he was. Ninety something. But uh, he uh, the 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 Princeton memory is always like the ninety six win over UCLA. Mm-hmm. And um, without little trivia, put you on the spot. What seed was Princeton in that game? Ooh. In, the in my UCLA in, in my head in my head it, it feels like a 14 seed. They were a 13 seed, mm. and the reason I bring that up is because that the mystique around that Princeton win, the way it was talked about, is is such that that was the first ever 16-1 upset. Yeah, like, that was like, like UMBC. Yeah. I thought it was 15-2. Yeah, it was 13-4, which is like kind really? of funny looking back huh. on it because it's like not that big. But UCLA ju- was the defending champs. Yeah, that's why it was the final too. score is 43 41. Wow. So it was like if you watch the game, it was like a slobber knocker, a, <laughs> you know, just a Big Ten basketball. Yeah. yeah, old Big East where Princeton would would hold the ball, would pound the air out of the ball, and mm-hmm. then back cut and score a layup. And everyone's like, oh my God, they're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Every time they scored a. Um, but no, the Princeton offense is uh, will endure forever, and there will always be a team. There will, there. I don't think the Princeton offense will ever die at the college level. I don't think it can I because agree. I think like there will always be a coach who looks at his roster and says, "We're not talented enough to win games. I got to do something." Mm-hmm. And the Princeton offense, it's sexy, dude. It is sexy. I will say there was. I had no. And when it's humming, it's humming. I had no. Uh, I, the, the most amount of fun I had running scout team at Ohio State was when we would run Carmody. Uh, Carmody's offense at Northwestern. When I would when we would play mm-hmm. Northwestern, I'd run Northwestern scout team, and I got to do the Princeton offense. So much fun! Yeah, it's so fun. It's I don't great. I don't know how many games you can win with it, but uh, John Thompson the third ran it at uh, at Georgetown. Went to the Final Four. Exactly with it. Um, 
but it's it's fun and it'll be around uh and principles of it are everywhere you know what i mean like as we get like variations of all these like quote-unquote new offenses we've never seen before like there's always principles of the princeton offense yeah it is true like we always we do reinvent the wheel exactly like in 20 years someone's going to reinvent the princeton offense and Mm -hmm. like they they came up and that somebody will be an nba coach and (laughs) nba fans will be like this is why we're more advanced this is why quinn snyder is actually to go and not greg popovich (laughs) <laughs> you would never see this at the college level this exactly. sort of innovation yeah it's unbelievable <laughs> you're like isn't this what wait <laughs> <laughs> um i i have a couple more shout outs Please. i want to shout out uh the um the cbk report guy we, we've talked about this before but <laughs> i i figured it out that this kid is named parker he's just like some kid named parker in iowa tate yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah you yeah, know yeah. No, he, yeah i actually he, looked at his account like this, he's week. just some, he's just some like. No, he was smart. I, I think he, he put cool his stuff. name. He put his name next to the account now. Mm-hmm. Like he put his name there. Yeah. So then you click on it. It's just like he's just some regular. He's like some, some regular ass dude is like twelve in him. Iowa. We should hire him. But yeah, this man really is a disruptor, Tate. The likes of which we Absolutely. like. He is like a prodigy disruptor. He. This man <laughs> just like is. <laughs> he, I don't off think he, either. He's a super genius, or he doesn't even know how much heat he has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never seen anything like I've been in the game a long time. I've never seen anything like this kid. He's just firing off like here are my top one hundred coaches in college basketball. Everybody's eating the trash. Oh it is it has I mean, become, and, like, and become like going insane about it. Like I saw someone arguing and they thought they were on the same side of the argument. They were arguing about John Shire being forty three. And they thought they were both arguing how insane it was, but then one of them was arguing that was insane that he was even in the top one hundred because he had never coached a game, which I was like, correct. But then the other person was like, number forty three, he's easily top ten coach. And you're like, this guy gets it. This I've guy. never, I've never, I'm telling you, man, like, th- I don't know where this kid came from. He's just like, I'm going to start an account and I'm going to, he's a disruptor. That's the only way to describe yeah, it. He just agreed. came out of nowhere. Uh, he's fired. The, you, you could not come up with a category that is too insane for this man to, to put a list together for. Um, and then he sticks to his guns and he puts it out there and he's like, go ahead aggregate me i don't care yeah talk about it and the thing about it is like i think i think he's gonna be smart enough to start putting out like top 10 nba player lists you know what i mean like i I think he i think he's that level of like creating the trash as you said like i I think he has to like he should put out a list top 10 nba players and put devin booker number one I mean, see what happens. It is, it is wild. We need, we need, we need to get him on payroll, though. I need, yeah, I need yeah, him yeah. on on like our payroll. I don't know how. <laughs> I like his stuff. I do. <laughs> I like his... That kid's got moxie. Yeah, finally something interesting. We need uh Top ten yeah. college basketball podcast. Maybe we maybe we, we form some put, sort of yeah partnership with him where we give him prompts. You know what I mean? Where he, dude, that's he what just I, but this them. is what I'm saying. This is the PSA, I guess. When I was <laughs> when we made this a Bronny James episode, and I told you I'm like I'm I'm in and I'm I'm I, I, nothing mattered to me more. I think I'm finally figuring out what this looks like. Is like I I get Joe Tipton in the fold. I get mm. this Parker kid from Iowa in the fold, and I just start like throwing money a lot of different directions where I control the 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 trash content. The that's unfair to Parker because what he's doing is is a great service to the yeah, yeah. basketball community. But uh, you're you're kind of serving up trash to the people and letting mm-hmm. them eat it. Um, I gotta I gotta. You're uh, McDonald's. We gotta yes yeah he's the McDonald's yeah which is which is great serve. yeah. We have to uh, number one restaurant in America. <laughs> exactly. We have to steer like like I have to influence them is what I'm saying. So like mm-hmm. we get Joe Tipton to like tweet out more graphics of Brownie and Ohio State stuff. We get this guy to do like his top coaches and he bumps up Holtman a little bit. Mm-hmm. We bump up. I, I respected you know I mean? where he had Hubert Davis. Twenty three. 
Like, I needed him to put out a list. I'm going to pay him to put out a list. The top 10 schools in the country to go to if you're the son of a famous basketball player. Yeah, and, and Ohio State's, State's number one. Yeah, he's like, yeah, exactly. If you were, if you were a blue chip, a fringe blue chip prospect who happened to grow up in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> top, uh, top anyway, schools. I want to shout that kid out because he, he he does amazing work. And uh, we, we got to get him on the show or something. We got to get him on the payroll. Um, And then I, I wanted to shout out, uh, finally... The Little League World Series. Mm. It starts today, Tate. I'm in. My father's power rankings. He's a, he's a Little League World Series scout, as we know. Yeah. This is uh, adjust your bets accordingly. His U.S. power rankings are Hawaii, Texas, and New York. Those are his top three. Wow. Said Hawaii's number one, though. So this is a Hawaii year, according to my father, which mm. is a fun year. I haven't Hawaii's, watched Hawaii. I did. I did see Texas. I really like Texas. So when Hawaii is the when Hawaii is good in the Little League World Series, it is a fun ride always because the fan they got like the best fans. Yeah, the they whole, do. The Hawaiian parents are awesome. So anyway, I like that. that. So that's the top three. Where did he have Massachusetts on his list? That's all he gave is the top three. Oh wow! See, I like that. That's that yeah. is Parker would appreciate. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad's like asking for Parker's number. He's, He's like, like, how do I get that? Kid? He's like top three. He's like, I'm just gonna do top three. You, you figure out four. You know what's funny? I was watching Coward today. He had a top 10 list of uh, of teams in the NFL. And Jason McIntyre, Jay Mack, our guys, yeah. you know, he's playing the joy role. And he's like, how do you not have the two the back-to-back MVP in your top 10? Because he didn't have the Packers there or whatever. And Colin goes, oh, they're 11. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's great. And that's Everyone's what you got to do with lists. 11. You always, you always, like your dad. I'm like, how is Massachusetts? He's like, oh, they're four. They're, they're on the four. outside. Yeah, yeah they're, they're right, right, on, they're right, right on the outside. Oh, there's yeah. receiving votes. Yeah. Um, that's, oh, I wanted to finally, I wanted, I've been giving this a lot of thought, a lot of self-reflection. Uh, I want to apologize formally, finally, to the uh, Kentucky guy who wrote in, or mm. who gave us a one-star review. <clears throat> oh, and Reed I went Shepherd guy. On, yeah, the Reed Shepherd guy. I, 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 dude, I've been, I've been doing a little, like, self-journey um, spiritually and just trying to find my balance in the universe and everything, Tate. And uh, a little, I, I've been reading some of the books Kyrie's reading. And <laughs> I, I, I realized I was out of line. So I just want to, like, you know, I, I... I, I need to do better. I apologize to that guy. He's probably not listening anymore. I don't think he's he ever not listened. listening. He never listened to begin with. Yeah, he never, he's never um, heard the show. But I went, <laughs> I went, I snapped on him, and I realized upon reflection that what I should have done, and and I'm I'm gonna try to adopt this moving forward. Anytime I'm faced with any criticism, no matter how much I respect or do not respect the critic, um, or how valid the criticism is, I should have just responded. Sounds like I live rent free in your head, bro. And I think. That moving forward, that mm-hmm. is going to be my new approach. Yeah. Um, and that's what I should have done instead of just like going on a profanity-filled tirade. And I, I formally apologize. I will say, when you say rent-free, for whatever reason, it works every time. And every Duke, time. Duke fans used to do that to me a lot. And then now that Coach K or Mr. K is now done, there's a lot of Carolina fans that see Duke fans just bringing us up and we just say rent-free. Just rent-free. Yeah, yeah, and they, they yeah. can't handle it. Yeah, that's what I should have People done. People break right? down when they hear rent-free. Because yeah. <laughs> then they really think about it. And they're like, you really wait. You are on my mind. But it's also yeah. just like the most like fourteen year old response ever. It's, it's, I, I would I would I would say it's even preteen. Feels <laughs> eleven year old. Reminds me of the 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 scene from Community where they're just uh they, they run into like the the high school kids. And, mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Community? I think we yeah. talked about it on the yeah, show yeah, yeah. before. And they're they're just like making it it it. it the the level of of argument gets to the point where they just start making noises just, at each other yeah. back and forth, <laughs> which is basically what it is. That's the internet. That's yeah. Twitter. That's great. But uh, no, I apologize to that guy. So uh, good know, job if you're listening. Guy. That was big of you. Yeah, it was. You know, I I I'm glad you said that because I think it was big of me. But I 
I don't want I don't want to set that precedent though that you can just leave a one star review that has nothing to do with the show or like you misinterpreted the show. You leave a one star review. That you're gonna get our and attention. you know you're gonna get my attention. Yeah. You're gonna trigger me. I agree with that. So for the future, anybody listening, any of the haters listening, and you're leaving one star reviews, uh, you don't have my attention. In fact, sounds like I live rent free in your head. Mm-hmm. But if you leave a five star review and you have some criticism, all right, we'll we'll take a yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll take a look. But also, I might live a little rent. <laughs> yeah, but also maybe rent free. We'll see. Uh, do you have any shout outs, Jim? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, I'm good. Jim's ready to get. <laughs> Jim's ready to go. He's hot. All right, see you guys. Uh, I'm. We're, we're gonna be back on Monday, right? We're the same schedule. Same yeah, schedule. I'm gonna do a show for Monday. You're gonna actually, do a Montana so. show. Uh, that'll be fun. Go watch the in between now and next Friday. Go watch the Manti Teo doc though, because we're gonna talk about that. See you guys. Can't wait.